Hello, this is Kimberly Greenwell, and you are listening to My Southern Home with Kimberly Greenwell, the podcast. And I'm here with Kaylin Wise Guy, and we're at Stonemark Granite. And you guys just got a really cool machine here that we're taping for My Southern Home. We did. It's a Baca. I think we're calling it the Boss or something. It has a name. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, you have to give it a name. Yeah. Yeah. Because it gets the job done really quickly. Well, apparently. that's really important, especially when you guys have as much countertops going out as you guys do here yeah we have a lot of volume coming in and then like you said rolling out so we just gotta keep it keep the jobs um getting cut pretty quickly well you're one of the few home improvement companies i feel like as far as a a genre if you will a category of business that really hasn't been too affected by the supply chains um yeah Fortunately, that is correct. Um, we have been able to keep up with inventory. We have a huge stock collection. And for the most part, it's been pretty, you know, manageable. And I'm sure you, Kaylin, you've had a couple instances where you've been waiting for something. But for the most part, you've been, you know, two to three weeks out from installation. Yep, exactly. And that is a big a part of our stock inventory. We just keep it coming in so we can keep getting those jobs installed. If we see that we're moving a lot of a particular material, go ahead and bring in some more so that our customers are never waiting too, too long after a field measure to get their tops cut and installed. <laughs> so let's talk about the customer, for example, on that entire experience, because if you haven't picked out countertops, it's a really fantastic experience. I think it was a lot of fun for me when, when I chose my, my courts and you have so many choices. And I, I feel like when you're walking through those rows and rows, there's just going to be a product that speaks to you. Definitely. And even with courts, um, there's some consistency throughout a lot of what's in right now is very white. And that is why people lean towards courts because they're not going to get surprised by new stock that's coming in versus natural stone. Um, so by the time that they come to us, for the most part, their vision, their design is made up in their mind. And I'd say 99% of the time, we find what they're looking for out in the yard. If not, we might find something even better that they weren't expecting to, you know, to use in their, in their design. Well, you know, and that's a good point when you talk about not expecting to use something in your design, because, you know, I had a category three drainage leak that if you watch the show, you've heard me talk about forever because it completely rocked my world and I had to remodel my entire home. I always thought if I was going to do a remodel, I would be granite, I would be quartzite. Um, you know, something along those lines. And I ended up choosing courts, which I'm still floored by. And I love my choice, but I have interviewed so many people over the years that have picked out their custom countertops and they found that one slab and that slab spoke to them and that's what they chose. So it's amazing once you start this process, what you actually end up choosing in the end. Mm -hmm. I think that happens a lot, actually, because you have that envision and you may not find that specific thing that you you know sought out you were shopping for but then when you take a a, a walk around the yard and you have all your finishes there with you you can kind of find that 
that stone that has all your colors in there. And it's like, boom, this is it. This is my kitchen, you know, and, and it works. <laughs> um, I always tell people to keep an open mind when they walk around and, you know, if there is something that they're looking for specifically, well, then we don't look at this. We, you know, we'll try to stay away from some things that are just going to get us off task. Um, that's, you know, kind of the, I, I feel like when people do get here, it's, they have an idea of what they want. So I think that's our job to just kind of steer them and guide them in that direction. But again, you never know what's going to pop up and surprise you. Um, natural stone has so much beauty and character. You might just like fall in love and you might see something and might not have expected to find that final selection for your project. Well, and that's what's so fun about design. I feel like Kaylin, because you never know what you're going to gravitate to and what you like when you first buy your home is completely different than what you'd like, you know, 10, 15 years later when you choose to remodel your home, because I find that, you know, where I was more traditional, I'm more modern now. Um, even though I have more of a transitional feel in my home because I have a lot of antiques and, and stuff like that and heirlings that I don't want to get rid of. Um, but you know, my home is definitely a mix, right? You're designing for yourself, not for somebody else. You want to encompass all the things in your home, um, to create that cohesive, I feel like Pinterest can HGTV and Pinterest can almost be like, um, not helpful because people think, oh, I have to do it this way. This is what's in, um, but it's not you designed for yourself unless you're selling your house. Yes. Then, yes. Then, well, unless you try to accommodate those masses, but yes, if it's yes. your home and you have to look at it every day, get what you like, you know, go with those things that are complementing everything else in the home. And let's talk about that some, because people ask me all the time, they want advice and design. Um, friends and, you know, viewers and they ask me questions and, you know, my advice to them is always do what you love. If you want to be brave and bold with your color choices, be brave and bold. Right. There's no right or wrong when you're designing for yourself. There's, it's not a math equation, you know? No, it's not. <laughs> and the only time there is is when you know you're going to sell your home. So yes. if you know you're going to sell your home, you should be extremely safe. Yes. And that's part of the reason why I was safe with Budget my friendly. condo. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Because, you know, I mean, let's talk about that some, because, you know, people here, when they when they have remodels, when they're building a new home, you hear over and over, I went so much over budget. But that's because they Very didn't close. give themselves the proper allowances in the beginning when they mm -hmm. were building or remodeling that home. Right. I think if that's your scenario, then, you know, treat it like a blank canvas, make a blank canvas for your next homeowner to come in and be able to put their, you know, those finishing touches that are easier to switch out or, you know, paint that's easy, hardware that's easy, but cabinetry and countertops, those are pretty permanent and expensive <laughs> things to do to a house. So you want to create those as neutral as possible. 
Unless it's your forever home. Right. And then go crazy. Then do what you want. Yeah, have go fun pee. with it. <laughs> I, have, I have been to a house that had fuchsia cabinets and it was fantastic. The it. island, it was a two-tone kitchen. It was when people mm-hmm. were just starting to do two-tone and they had white cabinetry. It was a homoama house. So they had white cabinetry um, on the perimeter and then this beautiful fuchsia. Um, it was a designer's house that's, that's here in Louisville and they wanted it so to they, make it. Yeah, yes. they knew what to do. Yeah, they knew what to do. And it was actually amazing. I I, I liked it. And Homerama, speaking of, I think a lot of, you know, it's like when you go through that home show, some of the houses are not sold. So then the designers and the builders have to do, you know, the route that we're talking about, do those things that are going to appease to most people so that that house will sell. But then you can walk through the show and you can tell who has a homeowner because they tend to be a lot bolder and crazy and just fun. Yes, yes. This was definitely a homeowner <laughs> yeah. because they were crazy and fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, de- pers- a, da- a designer's personal home. Right. So you got the, you saw you got the, the personality. Home. Yes, and it was so much fun. And, you know, that's the beauty of, of a home, right? It's yeah. supposed to match your personality. And right. that's why I love doing the show. And, you know, my favorite is when I get to go to a house and I get to see a person's personal design and I get to see the fun things that they do in a home because I'm one of those people that I love all design. Now, there so are some <laughs> things that I wouldn't want in my home, but when it comes to design, I love all of it. Yeah, exactly. And I think, again, back to what we were talking about, if you walk into a house that you're thinking about purchasing and you see someone else's personality shine through, it's going to be really hard to envision yourself living there because it's not you. Yes. Yes. Well, and that's why it's so important to stage a home too, if you're getting ready to sell it. So even in the super fast market, you need to do some type of staging to your home to make it competitive with the other homes out there because there's not a lot of inventory. So if you want your home to sell fast, then you still need to stage it. You still need to do a few things to it. Yeah. Bring it, bring it up to date. (laughs) Take it out of like the early 2000s. Bring us to the, what are we in? Year 2022. (laughs) Which I think there's a lot of trends going on. So, you know, you don't have to do that same old white classic kitchen. There's, you can have some fun with it, but still keeping um, the masses in mind. So when you talk about trends, what are some of the trends that you're seeing right now? Brass. Brass is huge. I think the white cabinets actually i think the two-tone cabinets are coming back you know like something different on the bottom and something you know complement complementary on top but two different colors or i think stains are really coming back so getting away from all the painted cabinetry which is fun because that can really complement some natural stones and some warmer colors that i think have kind of disappeared, but are coming back in countertops. Well, we've definitely seen that in one of the episodes that we just had with you guys. Mm-hmm. They, It was a home that was built in the early 1900s in the Highlands area. And they chose a quartz with this beautiful brown through it. And it complemented the flooring and the, the trim and the cabinetry so well. And it was so beautifully done. Yeah. Oh, I said it on your show. It's the it's the rug that ties the room together. Yes. So yes. The, and it's like it's the last thing that you pick out. You've picked out all these other things and that can really encompass 
everything um, tied all together. And one of the things that I've noticed a lot is people are really gravitating toward quartz site. Um, and quartzite is cool because it's stronger than granite, but it has that look of marble. And I just love it so much. So if you still want a natural man-made stone, but you want some of that cohesiveness that granite doesn't offer, quartzite's a great choice for that. Yeah, it's gorgeous for one. There's so much depth and character that is in quartzite. No slab is going to look alike. Um, and it just looks rich. I mean, and I don't mean like money rich. It just has so much to it. And I, I, I say depth, but there really depth. is. I mean, it's like looking yes. at a piece of artwork. You can stare and I think all day long. Yeah, depth is definitely a good word for it. And I think dimension too. Dimension, yeah. You're right. You know, depth, dimension, and it has this little wave in it. It's really hard to describe on a podcast. You just have to see it. Yeah. And there's texture to it too. All those natural fissures in the stone that um, I think people that gravitate towards, you know, man-made stuff can't appreciate the natural, you know, imperfect. They're not imperfections. They see it as an imperfection, but those that really gravitate toward natural stone, that's the stuff that they're like, yeah, this is, this is what I love. I mean, they appreciate the natural beauty that's there. And it really is like just artwork from the, from the earth. (laughs) It's probably my new favorite. It's one of my favorite things. I mean, I love granite, but quartzite has that. For me, I liked quartz and I gravitate toward quartz because it has a clean look. And I feel like quartzite, gives you that natural stone look, but it's cleaner, but it has that depth and dimension that that you're wanting yeah. in a natural stone. Right. It still has that consistency throughout. It makes designing and planning for a little bit easier. Whereas some of the granites can have a lot of stuff going on, lots of different colors um, and variations throughout it. That makes it a little bit harder to plan for. Mm-hmm. Um, but Quartzite, no, it's it's timeless. <laughs> I will say that, but I wouldn't do it if uh, if you weren't going to be in a house for a really, really long time and it wasn't going to work with everything that you know you were trying to encompass. Well, I want to talk about too um, before we leave today. Um, you know, kind of give people a tip. You know, when they're when they're going room to room because you know, in, in my condo, I have a thousand square foot condo, but I have a granite in my vanity off my master bath. I have quartz in my kitchen um, and I used a remnant Mm -hmm. for my vanity. So let's talk about that real fast because there are ways to use exotic natural stones in small spaces Mm -hmm. and add depth and character to the room, but not break the bank. Yeah. uh, Well, remnants obviously for those smaller baths are very, you know, budget friendly. And, you know, in the powder rooms and the, like that can be dramatic. So you can do something more unique in there. And if your design throughout the house has some consistency to it anyways, those final touches, meaning the countertop shouldn't throw off your cohesiveness um, in a sense. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Because it adds, it adds mm-hmm. to the character of the room, especially when you have a small space, you can be right. a little bit more you dramatic and fun. Yeah. yeah. And no one's going to be like, 
And yeah, <laughs> no, because they're like, this is fantastic. Yeah, this if is they're so like cool. me, right, right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. That's like one of, one of my favorite words I say. All time. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Kaylin. I really appreciate your time today. Of course. It was fun hanging out with you again. <laughs> Stay tuned for more episodes of My Southern Home with Kimberly Greenwell, the podcast. Thank you.